Welcome to the Can I Get an Amen podcast. I'm your host, Ken Dawson, and today I'll be talking about protecting your peace with healthy boundaries, keeping people in their place and out of your space. But before we begin the show, let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for yet another day, and thank you for your loving kindness and your tender mercies. I pray for every listener of this podcast, and particularly those who are struggling with boundaries, whether it be setting them for themselves or honoring someone else's. I pray that this episode will shine some light on the importance of having boundaries in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. The world is full of boundaries, and to some extent or the other, we are all living within the parameters of boundaries, be it laws, rules and regulations, or restrictions. And I'm not sure how prevalent curfews are these days, but those were some boundaries that I had to buy by my younger days. Essentially, you know, boundaries are set for for three reasons, to prevent, to allow, and to protect. And they communicate what behavior is acceptable and what behavior won't be tolerated. And if there were no boundaries, everyone would be at liberty to do whatever, whenever, and however. So just like boundaries establish a sense of order in the world, it's important that we establish a sense of order in our lives by setting healthy boundaries. And no one should have the freedom to treat you in a way that you don't feel is acceptable. Not your mom, not your dad, your spouse, your best friend, your kids, your boss, or anybody else. And many of us, myself included, will allow people to treat us any kind of way because of who they are or how long we've known them. And a person's relationship to you or the longevity of that relationship or friendship does not automatically give that person a pass to treat you in a way that you feel is hurtful or disrespectful. And we have to stop justifying people's actions when they do things that we don't approve and saying things like, you know, that's just the way they are, or I just ignore them. Because when we justify someone's behavior, it gives them the green light to continue with how they're treating you. And you're basically saying that it's okay to treat me that way. And when we downplay their actions to not be as bad as they really are, all that does is allows things to build up and blow up later. You know, and let's be honest, you know, none of us like to be called out on something, you know, but we can't change what we are not aware of. So that conversation needs to be had in order for the other person to be made aware of their actions and what's going to no longer be acceptable moving forward. And I want to make this point here. Your boundaries must have consequences they're only gonna be as effective as the consequences that come with them. And the consequence should be based on the importance of what you're setting boundaries for. If your consequences don't have value, then people won't see the value in your boundaries. And setting boundaries may be something that you find to be challenging. You may be the passive type that just wants to avoid confrontation at all costs, so you just let things go for the sake of peace. You know, or you may find that the person that you are setting boundaries for just doesn't want to comply or turns it on you and try to make you feel bad or guilty for wanting to set boundaries. But boundaries are about respect. And if someone has an issue with you setting boundaries with them, then that's a good indication that you're doing the right thing by setting boundaries in the first place. You know, if someone can't respect your space or your time or even the fact that you're wanting to set boundaries, then what is that truly saying about the respect that they have for you? We have the responsibility to protect our bodies, you know, protect our minds and protect our emotions and our time. 
you know, but here's the thing. We only protect what we value. If something has no value to you, then you really won't have much concern about what happens to it. So look at it this way. If a house is on fire and the owner has time to go into the house and grab, you know, some things before the house burns down, the things that they come out with will tell you what's of value to them. The areas of your life that you protect is the indication of what's valuable to you. And this includes you as a whole. You have to determine your self-worth and value and make it non-negotiable, meaning that you are not willing to settle for anything less than what you know you're worth. And stop expecting people to treat you with more respect and value than you have for your own self. People will only treat you how you allow them to treat you. If you're complaining or unhappy with how somebody is treating you, but you're allowing them to treat you that way, then who should the accountability really fall on? You have to find your voice. Find your voice in your relationships. Find your voice with your partner, with your family, with your friends, with your coworkers, and protect what you value. You have to draw a hard line and really affirm your boundaries. You have to be selfish to an extent, you know, when you're setting boundaries. Now, you may be thinking, you know, but I have kids, I have a spouse, I have a family that needs me, my job is demanding, I have too many responsibilities and not enough time, you know, I don't have time, I, I can't be selfish. But, and I can respect that. But let me say this, the version of yourself that you give to others is only as good as the care that you give yourself. In other words, you can't be the best version of yourself without taking the best care of yourself. The better that you become, the better your service becomes. And that brings me to my next point. You can't be everything to everybody all the time. I used to be a people pleaser by nature, and I would always spread myself too thin. You know, there was always so many things that I wanted to do for myself, but at the same time, you know, so many things that I wanted to do for everybody else, because I hated to feel like I was disappointing, you know, somebody for whatever reason. So a lot of times I found myself putting my dreams and my goals and personal needs and self-care on the back burner. And over time, I began to reach a point where I realized that I was just as important as everyone else. My mental, my physical, and my emotional needs were just as important as everyone else's. And I had to find value in myself and realize that I was neglecting the most important person in my life, which was myself. And as part of my self-care and personal development, I had to learn a new language. I mean, well, not a whole new language, but more like a word. But this word was a foreign language to me, you know, for so many years that I had totally forgot how to use it. And that word was no. Learning how to say no was one of the most liberating things I ever learned to do, mainly because it allows you to take control of life's most precious commodity, and that's time. I'm not saying that, you know, you should start saying no to everybody and everything, but when you are able to manage your time, you're able to dictate how you use it. And this allows you to designate quality time with the people and the areas of your lives that really deserve it. And boundaries are not just about, you know, telling someone what they can or cannot do or saying no to things. Healthy boundaries produce and preserve healthy relationships. Now, my wife and I have 
have a very healthy relationship. But if I didn't set boundaries with other people and other things, it would affect me in a way that would potentially affect how I am with my wife. So in other words, I can't let someone keep putting me in a bad mood and then I take my bad mood and project it onto my wife. And now she's getting this upset, short and snippy version of me for something that had nothing to do with her. So healthy boundaries help to keep healthy relationships healthy. I'll say that again. Healthy boundaries help to keep healthy relationships healthy. When we are open-minded about boundaries, it may present an opportunity to help us understand the person that set them and why they may have set them. When a person sets a boundary for you, it can be easy to take it personal. But as I mentioned earlier, having that conversation can really help everyone involved to have a deeper respect for the boundary. And let me say this, just as it's important for you to set boundaries for others, it's equally important to respect the boundaries that have been set by others. It's a, it's a two-way street. And again, no one should be above boundaries if you feel that you're being treated in a way that you don't approve. And yes, this includes those that you love. How about this? God so loved us that he gave his only son to die for us. And even God himself established boundaries for us. He gave us 10 commandments that we are to live by. They serve as a, a code of ethics to regulate how we act in reference for the one that set the boundaries, which is God. The boundaries that you set in your life are simply to regulate how people act in regards to you and the things that you set boundaries for. How they respond to those boundaries will be an indication of the respect or reverence that they have for you. And that brings us to the end of this episode. I am so grateful as always that you have given me this time out of your busy day and out of your busy life. I pray that something was said to inspire, to encourage or motivate you in some way. If you enjoy the show, please rate and review us on the app that you're listening on. I would love to get your feedback and please be sure to tune in next week for a brand new episode. Until then, this is Coach Ken on Can I Get an Amen?